Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90-day Beyonce Marrying someone you've only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes, let's love so, Muhammad, yes. I was afraid that uh, you weren't going to like us anymore. Yes, that's right. Is that true? Yes. Do you? No, I don't like you at all. What? Uh, what? I felt judged, and everyone laughed at me, and I find you all apostates. But it's okay, because I say it in a voice like this that makes you, and I'm smiling. I'm so So it kind of seems like I'm joking. Yeah, I don't know if you're serious or you're going to hurt me. I could wish, I could wish all of you to burn an eternal lake of fire, and I smile and see in this voice, so you don't think it is. Your eyes are pretty. Yeah. That's, <laughs> even when he said it, I was like, his eyes are so pretty. Yeah, that's right. I don't like him. <laughs> and the other, the other truly see you next Tuesday thing he said earlier, oh. I just have to say it. Yo, this I, is reality gay. Hello. We're uh, jumping right in uh, to this when episode. He said, when he said, she's like, I just need you to be more open. I'm open that I don't like them. <laughs> he is. Y'all, this oh, is... Oh, it's so shady and bitchy, but I love it. 90 Day Fiance, Season 9, Episode 14, Part 2 for us. Temperature T- check. Temperature check. Is it is it oral or rectal? <laughs> it's always rectal for Poodle. <laughs> and for Maddie. Whoop. Ooh, that's a, I'm, I'm running a little it's, hot. Well, it's always a, a bit five degrees cooler down in the butthole region for me. Runs hot. Yeah, like, like you said. It's it's like Santa Monica. Well, 101. So that sounds good, Donnie. Now stick it in. 
Thanks, Donnie. Y'all, this is our last episode we're doing before we go on vacation. Vacation. And I'm, and I'm drinking already because it's vacation for me. <sighs> yeah. But don't refill intermission because you're going to get rough for act two. So what is vacation? <sighs> That's fine, but you want to have sex later because you got to get banged before you drive out into the country. Because if you think you're going to find any men that are going to fuck you up Ooh, I'm cabin, a little worried. going to be some deliverance shit. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. I might have to like, uh, I might have to go to Reno and convince somebody. <laughs> or maybe when you're driving. Oh, no, you're flying. I'm flying. Yeah. yeah so you got to get dick down tonight before you leave. Yeah, you're right. Ain't no one's going to want to drive out all so the way. So you can't get too drunk because then you can't perform your signature moves. You'll just That's pass That's true. Out. Wow. I was just <sighs> able to convince you to stay coherent. For I can't our show. do my back handspring and, you and, won't I, be able and to do I land it. on a dick. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, as you it's call talent. Your, yeah, he calls it his Nadia coma dick. <laughs> <laughs> and they play Nadia's theme. <laughs> do, 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 do. Otherwise known as the Young and the Restless thing. Yeah. Ten. Nadia ten. coma ditch. Comia coma dick. I don't know why that theme is so sad when she really achieved so much. It is very Russian. In, in Lives in Oklahoma now in Norman with Bart Connor. Really? Oh, yeah. Are they together? Yes. I don't think Bart. I think it's Bart Connors. Connors, you're right. Yeah. Because uh, I think he originally maybe is from Oklahoma, but they live in Norman. They 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 have their coach like gymnastics or Why does world champion now. Everything have an Oklahoma connection. Because everything does. <laughs> All roads. <laughs> I, you know, I think that just, there's something about. I wonder about, if they're still together, though. There's I don't something know. about Oklahoma that makes you all want to relate it to everything. I really don't want Is to. Is it because there's but just I have to say nothing it. it's there? Like, it's like popping a pimple. If I see a pimple, I'm going to pop it. I don't think those two really go together. Y'all, this is our so, last, yeah, our we're last on vacation. before we are on vacation. We're, you're, you're hearing this now. We're on vacation. We already talked about in part one. I'm out, what, I'm out in the wilderness somewhere trying to like recover my chi somewhere. Yeah, and I'm going to be in Monterey living my, uh, living basic my bitch, big, basic my big bitch little white woman life. moment. Taking yeah. a lot of pictures that I'm not going to post on Instagram and wearing a boho chic hat. Probably. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm you're, you're, I'm living my Laura Dern moment. You're going to rich white lady because land because I feel like Laura Dern yeah, from I'm Big going, Little Lies. I'm going full wilderness. I'm having that breakdown, and I'm finally getting what I want. This, I need this. I need quiet. I need I need I need a writing reset. I need a creative reset for myself. Sure, yeah. I need to go to antique shops and talk to older women. <laughs> there you go. That's what I want. <laughs> I'm not even. I even told myself on the way here, you might come back with a lot of ideas for us. I'm not even thinking about that. I told myself, if you start to think about the podcast, no, no, no I'm not. I'm, I'm not thinking about nope. the podcast. I'm thinking about my own. I need when the only time creativity happens for me is when my brain isn't crowded with other. Oh, ideas. agreed, agreed. And I guarantee you, I will have ideas for the podcast, but I, probably I will, will probably I don't jot want them to. down. But you don't have to. You don't have to act on them. No, I'm not. You can let them kind of grow and fester or whatever you want to do. I am bringing my journal very artist way so I can journal a bit. I enjoy doing that to help quiet my mind. It's yeah. Good. So anyway, y'all, uh, we'll be back in a week and we'll do the, I already know because we're just, just say this now, we're not covering next week's 90 Day Fiance. 
I guarantee you it's probably going to be be the most explosive, amazing episode. So, y'all, if you want a whole recap of that, we highly recommend Kim and Kyle, 90 Day Cray Cray. Yeah. We haven't had it done a collab with them yet, but there's 420. Pink Shade does it. Pink Shade. I was just about to say. 420 Fiance, 90 Day Couple. uh, Married to Reality. Married to Reality does it. So, there's all of our friends that we are happy to refer you to for the week. Please. We're just going to do, uh, we miss it. Many you have you have a plethora of options. Plethora, you're gonna us. get below deck. So um, and Badoo, you're gonna get below deck men and Badoo and below Badoo, deck down under. And uh, yeah, so you're gonna get. And we will come back and do 90 Day UK, and we will come back and cover Lip. Because Lip. if you think we're gonna skip an episode oh. of those two gay men and Gabby <laughs> and Abby and uh, whatever Frankie, <laughs> we're we're not missing that, y'all. We're gonna cover every next, second of that. Next week, uh, Gabby Gabby uh, actually goes back home to the underworld underwater city of Atlantis. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And her, I was mistaken oh. when I was talking about like water for chocolate. Someone reminded me it's not her aunt or her grandmother. It was mom. It was her mother who died, and her mother, the ghost of her mother, kept haunting her. Ah, uh, okay. So Which I is got probably that. what's gonna happen to you. <laughs> Which is why you're every able time to I climax, my mother's ghost will go, Jaybird, what are you doing? Jaybird. <laughs> Calm down, Jaybird. <laughs> That's a little much. <laughs> All right, Meryl Streep. <laughs> Calm it down. We got it. <laughs> you're making up one of those porno films. Every time I, I every time I climax, my mother appears and tells me to tell me to tone it down. <laughs> tone down. <laughs> And actually, and she was going to turn to the other guy and say, I'm so sorry. I didn't raise him that way. I know he read my book, and they didn't do that in my book. <laughs> That's what she's going to say. I don't like to talk about my mother's ghost visiting, but that's funny. That's funny. Okay, we're gonna jump into Eva Muhammad. Uh, but I'm gonna get well. I think you should save it for the top of Act Two. Okay, good idea. After the commercial, I have I have something for, Poodle, just as a yeah. teaser. I'm gonna let him talk about Leo you guys Michelle have been coming at me, sending Beanie, me articles about Beanie, Beanie Feldstein, Burns Feldstein, uh, Beanie, Fer- Beanie Feldstein, uh, Leah Michelle, and Funny Girl. I have opinions, of course. I'm gonna uh, let him. T- I actually so, probably will just. Let you talk and I'll go to the bathroom. I don't even need to be here for it. I don't care. I might go get a Dr. I'll, Pepper. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just say this. This was inevitable. Save it. All this was inevitable. Save it. So that's going to be at the yeah. top of the commercial, after the commercial. Yeah. Fact. Just because I thought it would be a good way to. Uh, I yeah. like that. All right, y'all. Even more, And also, I really kind of want to get to this. Uh, 43 days to wed, y'all. Think about it. Think about it. Think about where everybody else is. Again, everyone else is like everyone else is closer. At least speeding twenty, thirty. As we Ari and Benny are literally on like a Japanese comet train or what are those super trains? Yeah. Going, Woo! Karen Guillermo are getting married tomorrow. Yeah, I mean yeah. Karen, they are there. Even Mohammed, not iced. Do you think he could still go home? I think so. Yes. If 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 two, that will be. I will be gobsmacked if we have two couples from 90 Day Fiance that go home. They almost all of them. They almost always, always get, get married. married. I I like entertaining this train of thought, okay. but I still kind of think there's part of me that still goes, what are you talking about? They're all going to get married. Um, I mean, but I'd still, if, I've, if I had my druthers, excuse me, I still think Thais and Patrick are the longest shot. Yeah, mostly yeah. because of 
because uh, she, she doesn't she, she doesn't, doesn't want to be in America. She's not a she's not a green card thirst magnet like Muhammad but is. Muhammad is yeah. like. And do we think Muhammad even really loves Eve? No. I, I don't even think, as we were talking about this, like, what's He's convinced love? himself. I don't think, honest, but kind of what you said, I don't think Muhammad really loves, maybe. I don't think that got twinks. programmed in the robot function for him. He loves twinks. Yo, because he gay. He gay. He gay. He gay. So, it's the next he morning gay. after the big fight. Muhammad, I was really mad and upset last night. And, and Eve's like, it hurt my feelings. He doesn't care about it. He doesn't and, care how much the wedding means to me. I get that. I get yeah. that. I get even though she is 48 years old <laughs> and still wanting her dream 20-year-old wedding. It 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 does. I, I don't want to make fun of her for it, but it just seems absurd. And I just want to tell them, I said this at the live shows. Have your fu- – you, you could have done this and, and not told anyone not told you could have told the show they could have pulled a molly and louise or you could have you could have they could have been married like jabri and biona obviously although probably are mm, i bet Um, muhammad is programmed robot function he can't lie true oh that may be true but they could have done it or just y'all you can write away for marriage papers and i i this is it seems like this this is all a thing for her that she only wants her Cinderella fantasy. And <sighs> for him, all he wants is that green card. All he and, wants. And it just it it just doesn't, seems it like doesn't seem like he gives a shit about her. No. And that's what she's sensing. Yeah. That's what she's not saying underneath. And she's, she's too scared a to admit dumbass. That. She's dumb, but also I think she's too scared to admit the reality of like does he not even care? Because she says, he doesn't care about the wedding. Insert, he doesn't care about me. Did you hear her say, I hope this isn't a pattern. <laughs> and I went, ah! And, and I honey, screamed, I just screamed another pattern. one of my prehistoric bird emu cries. Ah! No, that's, uh, a, that's a peacock cry. Ah! Uh, it's true. Ah! <laughs> Help! Help! <laughs> so. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. <laughs> and so. Eve says, you know, or she says, like, I didn't move the wedding on purpose. And he said, I just think we could do it early and then we're not stressed. And then I can see my mother. <laughs> I need to breastfeed. Because he needs I to need see mother. I need to see my mother. Everything she is, I am too. too. So meanwhile, cut to... Tatiana's coming to get acupuncture or cupping or whatever. Someone posted in Cisco. They're like, wait a minute. She's a doctor. And like, yeah, you have to like the acupuncture yeah. we go to. He went to school and you become a doctor. I, it's a different type. I want to say, but I want to make one thing clear. It's a lot of study to do. I it. would not want my either. Oh, your neighbor's vacuuming now. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? I just heard the vacuum. This is a Sunday. She usually doesn't do that. I just heard the vacuum. Um, we might have to pause it then because it's too loud. No, but games. Christina says that we don't hear okay, it good. on the tape. So, but anyway, she is she is just talking girl talk while she's doing this treatment. And I would not want that. I, I don't think she's here for that. I agree. Um, they're just and, – and like I will also say for her cupping right here, which is a really thin amount of skin, um, I was surprised at how long she left those cups on. I've never had cupping on my chest. I haven't either, but she left them on for a very long time. 
Um, um, well, mine leaves them on. He leaves them on like uh, on my like arm. He'll put them on and then go out of the room. But how long? Oh wait, yeah, he doesn't leave them on the whole no. time. He leaves them on maybe like five minutes. That's pl- but that this felt like it was even longer than that. Maybe some people do though. He said though, Antonio, that's our acupuncturist. That's true. Maybe um, maybe it's maybe it's longer sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know for my back, I can't have them on that long because I'll it'll. I can't have my gentleman callers seeing cupping scars. They're I I don't I don't mind having cupping things on my back, but they can't be Wait too minute. purple. Have you told him that that for your tricks? I mean, our our no. acupuncturist is a gay man who no. would probably understand. No, I'm fine with it, but it just shouldn't look too damaged. You don't want to bruise. Oh, okay. Well, because I'd bruise easily. Okay, you do. Yeah. You do. Look, y'all. <sighs> so Tatiana's like, "What's going on at the wedding?" She's like, "Well, he got really upset, and I got kind of hurt." Um, you know, because, you know, I, he, things were getting accomplished and then he freaked out and then he said that he could get another sponsor. She's like, and what? I love That's that, so rude. I love that Eve is doing this kind of like doing a pressure point on Tatiana's neck and Tatiana totally goes up, slaps her and then just like, wait, bitch, what? <laughs> it's what? just <laughs> everything she was doing with her treatment is gone. It was totally that thing with the dog of. Uh, Pam, we have tickets to the Beyonce concert. <laughs> and the dog. If you haven't seen that meme, it's really funny. I watched. I, I watched that meme when I just need to laugh my ass off. It's one of my favorites. Pam, we have tickets to the Beyonce concert. <laughs> um, and the dog turns around. So, duh, she says. Also, I don't know. Like, do you think he wants to see us again? And I went, yes, I do. I don't I care do. if he does. But no, he does not. Now, and, question. Yeah, that, oh, I thought you were vomiting. I was having a mouth. stroke. Okay, yeah. Um, this is absolute fuckery. Oh, this yes. is absolute fuckery getting him around these women again. This is, this is show-oriented. It has to be. There's no need we would need to have well, him hang out with her friends again. Is, so I think there's – I do have a theory why it could not be show-oriented. And the reason I think is, first of all, Eve talks about she's – this is her family of choice. that She's not close with her family. Yeah. So she talks about that these people are really mean a lot to her. And Eve's pattern is to self-sabotage herself. That might be so true. So I can see Eve feels like, wait, no, you need to be love my friends because – she does with Mohammed. She wants him to just um, blindly accept her because it's this. I, it all goes back to it. All goes back to she wants him to love her because she feels unlovable. Right. But she does this with her faith. She does this with her friends. She did this with her son Th- Th- uh, Theron. What? A, Not uh, Thanos. Thanos. Theron. Which I kind of enjoyed. Um, she does think about it. She does this with everything to set him up. If he doesn't love this, then how can I love him? It's her pattern of self-sabotage. Yep. And she also says, I don't really have a relationship with my family. My yes. friends are my family. So yeah. she's just – so I think she's just setting him up. But uh, And <laughs> then at one point, Tatiana says, who does he hate the most? And I went <laughs> – She said, tell me. Tell me. I know it's me. I know it's and me. And this is why I'm going like, to say – I'm not going to say anything. This is what I'm going to say. These friends 
don't want her besides the fact they don't they know he's not right for her they're meddlers y'all and besides that they don't want eve to be with someone because she's the friend they all talk about when she's not there She's the she sad is. sack. They're the like, and not in a bad way, but they just like, they sit down, they go, oh, Rhonda, what are we going to do about Eve? I would say that is a bad way because it is. I it know, is but they don't, they don't, exactly. I'm sorry, they, I should have said they don't think it's a bad way. It is way. making, y'all, Eve makes them feel better about themselves. But think about who does Aunt Jane and Mother Poodle talk about? <laughs> oh, they, you know, they, they, they and she goes, oh, oh, that's true. Mother Poodle, have you heard about what's her name? <laughs> <laughs> they do. Who do they have? Aunt Peggy and Darla used to do it when they oh, talk. That's they don't um, talk now. Who do they have? That is a woman. Is it another member of the family? Yes. Uh, no, or it's a, or it's a. It is. It is my Aunt Jane's <laughs> sister-in-law. <laughs> oh, you ought to see what she's my and my Aunt Jane says. You know, I don't know what's gonna. <laughs> that's my Aunt Jane's voice. I don't know what's gonna happen to 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 Rita. I don't know what she's gonna do. Do you think you Aunt, know what she, you know what you know what her husband Rita. did to her the other week? What what she do? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this, Mother Poodle. I can't believe this. This won't go any farther. I won't say a word. <laughs> Cut to cut. Jaybird, you will not believe a what, mother always you will not calls believe her what gossip. Rita what Rita did to Jane. My mother always calls me about the knitting group gossip. Yeah. Y'all, it is I Would Aunt Jane ever come to a show? She might. We're having problems with her uh her son, my first cousin, and him being a complete Trump tard. Uh, so, so yeah. We're okay. having problems. There. So you're not close with her son? Not anymore. Okay, yeah, that's happened in families. Yeah. Yeah. So Aunt Jane might not come. No. Would she get she freaked I, out by the gay stuff? No, not really. She she and I have a good relationship. Oh, that's good. We, we have to kind of stay away from a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Just because. Yeah. I get that. I had that with some family members too. Yep. So yeah. Yep. But <laughs> not Mother Poodle and Aunt Jane. The poor that sister in law Rita is a dumb <laughs> bitch to them. They do talk about her all the time, and I think she just beat cancer last year. <laughs> she just beat it. Y'all, <laughs> that that reminds me though too, because I believe in I believe in I believe in prayer. I believe in love. I believe in energy. Send it to my aunt Peggy and her daughter. My I call her sissy, but her daughter Kelly. Aunt Peggy is she's this is not a, the crazy daughter. No, Aunt Peggy's having a no. Lolo's her other daughter, oh. but Aunt Peggy's having a rough time with this chemo. It's knocking her ass out, and she I'm got sorry. COVID because everybody's getting COVID again now. So if you could just extend that out to my Aunt Peggy, I would appreciate no, send, it. Send energy, prayers. I sent that video from our Ravens. live show in Dow. Yes, I sent it. If you're a witch, cast a spell, please. I won't tell Aunt Peggy that. No, because she, she'll think you're going to Satan's tomb. Oh, she'll be like, oh, I can't. Well, I'm going to die now, Matthew. That's what she'll say. <laughs> but anyway, I sent that video, and she said, that is so sweet that they oh. sent that video in Dallas. I would have been there to talk to all of them. She would have. She would have waited in the VIP line like my Y'all, mother. She would have talked to everybody, every single one of them, and told them stories about me as a kid and all that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, your mother yet, was the mayor of reality gays. It's true, but she you was are just talking to everybody. But you are right, Rhonda or what it talked. They all sit down and go, "Did you hear what Eve did?" Yeah, I'm now? telling you, you are that's so why right. they don't want her to get married. And, but here's the deal. 
even though they went about it in a completely wrong judgment. Like I like to call them, she calls them the squad. I call them the harpies because I feel like that's really yeah. what they are—just harpies. They're kind of right about Mohammed. They are. He is no, they so are. stoic, and they we are. see in this episode, and so judgmental of Eve. They're, we just—if this—if he talked the way Bilal in a normal voice. We would hate this guy. Hundred percent. I totally agree with you. But because he's that Coke bottle whisper across a grave, otherworldly, coming from by beyond the veil t- yes. voice. I can't wait to talk to his mother next week. Because what if he talks to his mother and we go? She goes, "Hello, <laughs> hello, But like, because I'm like, no one speaks this way, and it's not learned. No, unless well, there's something like we. That's that's my voice for Mama Moneybags. Hello, son. But then when she goes. But, but that's that's when her nice voice. Yes. When Oswalu's mom, she goes, "Hello, son." And then when she goes, "Give me the money. That's all that I want. That's all that I want." But no, there's. But I want to say, people though. I want money. People usually speak somewhat like their family. No, that's true. Unless he, you're, I you're, think he is the only boy in the family. So, but maybe unless that has you're like us and you, we came out as like. Flaming homosexuals. Mincing, lisping. Although we did talk like our Prattling queens. But we took on these effeminate qualities with our. So I want to know where does Mohammed get this? If you saw a, a video, home video footage of me at age eight talking about something, explaining a story, you would say, Who's that aspiring drag queen? Same. You, you, would, you would say, That's why. The idea of me as a child passing is laughable. Oh, yes. I kind of could do it, but actually, when I got to age 10, I realized, oh, I can't do this, and I have to really shut down. But before that, I people were like, I was like, Generation Drag, that looks, that looks familiar. Yeah, but even when I got older, I tried to clamp it down, but I couldn't. Yeah, you, it was couldn't hard to pass. It. Yeah. It was hard. So... I don't oh know. I'm fascinated to meet his mother. She looked like she's just staring over there. She kind of looked like, and I don't mean, I'm not talking about her size. I really didn't notice her size, but it reminded me of like, she was her sitting there and she had that little old person by her. And it looked like kind of job of the hut, just <laughs> looking at Tila, just pissed off while that little thing chained up beside Tila, her. Tila, like, no, or not Leia. Tila. I just combined my uh, thing. You did. Leia's chained up beside like, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? What? what, what? I'm not talking about her way. I'm just talking about her face was just kind of like, you know how uh, Jabba the Hutt always looks like he has throw up in his mouth? We need to move on. That's how it looked. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I've been watching Obi-Wan, so it's all in my brain. I need to download that. That's good. I like it. <sighs> started, I started episode, but now I'm finished up Miss Marvel, which I love. People, you know, people It's are- joyous. People are people really like that. It's joyous. They, it's just they, so they fun and joyous. You, they said that it took a long time to get into it, though. I what, most people have. I'm said on that. episode four now, and like it was just, but it really it's just such a joyous uh, way and celebrating. And it's, is that, I think it's the first. Uh, she Ameri- pa- an Indian American. The family's Pakistani. Pakistani, yeah. Uh-huh, so, um, and but I love that it it just it. It brings you – it reminds me of kind of what Luke Cage did in that – I know that's very different because you're thinking where you're – but I, Luke – I didn't make it four episodes But what I loved show. about Luke Cage is that the show was just – even though it was it, U.S. and New York, it said we're going to really talk about black culture in this yeah. show. And this show really talks about like Pakistani-American yeah. culture, and it doesn't try to – 
like those shows didn't try to educate no, or no, teach no. us. They just said, this is our life. And it's never this moment of, let's have a character come in that we have to explain what we're doing so all right. the white American people can get it. It's not that at all. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. Can we stop shouting? So good. <laughs> so y'all... I want a Three Musketeers. I'm riding my bicycle to meet Eve. Oh, Muhammad, you didn't get lost this time. What do you mean? I never get lost, you bitch. I told you to stop using Waze in your programming because something's wrong with it. I'm glad you're using the Google map. She wants to do, she's like, so, Muhammad, I want to do a fire ceremony. And in confessional, she's like, I've always been so open for everything dealing with Muhammad's religion. Not true. Let's walk that Let's back. Let's put a pin in that. Let, well, we're going to walk that back later. She did go to a mosque. Um, what else has she done? Now, that's you know what? She has tried to make her She got rid wardrobe, of some of her clothes. But what have we seen her... It seems like when he talks about elements of Islam, she seems confused. Very confused. And as, as if she has heard it for the first time. Yes. Again, y'all, didn't think she called Aunt Bing... <laughs> don't think she did a search or uncle google or uncle google no well I not even cousin opera and i think <laughs> and y'all cousin opera always needs an update <laughs> i i also need to say <laughs> that if you ever download <laughs> opera you will be given so much spam you would <laughs> i don't know what's going on but i also need to say Neither has he really asked anything about her no. religion or and, – and the thing is she has a spirituality which is fluid and does seem to integrate things from an indigenous religious perspective and her own spirituality. It's very um, – um, not hodgepodge, but what's well, the word? Well, I don't uh, – it, um, it, is, it is additive and it is something that she believes in. Now – if he was – if he really cared about her and wanted to learn, he would do more than tolerate. He would let her explain it. He's not interested in that. No, he even – yeah. yeah. And even before he said, I'm not going to allow someone to interrogate me, which I'm glad. Yeah. But they get this uh, – I did laugh because I went, oh – Eve must be doing some type of ceremony because she put a cute boho chic braid in her hair. Yeah, this is when I feel like it feels a little bit like it's just for Instagram. It um, you, you want to believe that she takes it seriously, but it feels very performative. And and the fact of her friend Rochelle is there, and they're all adding to it, and she's brought intention papers, and it it feels like we are adding. And I'm, I'm it, whatever, do whatever makes you feel right. Do, do but, it. Yeah, it uh, feels. But also, Instagramable. But yeah, also, but also, for. do whatever makes you feel right. But when someone says, "What is the basis of this?" Don't get upset about it, because it does seem like it's it's okay for someone to question your because religion. I and it's not that. Mo- that's the thing that is weird on both of their part. It's not like she ever sits down and says, "So why do women need to cover their head when they Never. go into?" A, a mosque or going to mosque, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why do women cover their head, or why do or I? Or why do why do I need to cover it, up? It's the lack of curiosity on both of their parts. Because Muhammad doesn't ask, "Why do you blow on the stick? No. What are you blowing into no. it and put it into the fire?" And neither of them is explaining it to the. It's this. Uh, They're both self-involved. They I don't both give a shit. watch this and I went, "Oh, 
you're both kind of perfect for each yep. other. And this is actually where I think even more so, I think they will get married because they both, she again yep. just wants her Aladdin trophy boy prince. Yep. And he just wants the fucking green card. Yep. And they don't care. And then it's he's, convenient. And then he's going to divorce her Real when quick. he's done with as this. As soon as he can. As soon as he can be on his own, he will fucking leave her ass. We, ha- we haven't seen someone this transactional since Luis, you guys. Yes. I, I, I really believe that. Um, yeah, I agree and, with that. And, and people, At least from we've seen. We, yeah. we haven't seen 90 Day Fiance. We haven't seen six. Six. We haven't, six is the only one we haven't seen yet. We, started, we kind of started with seven. But six is the one we haven't seen. We haven't seen a lot of the happily ever afters yet. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, but six is the only only OG we haven't seen. Yeah, y'all, so. our our um, our class list of season five. I, oh. I am so proud of our class list that we've done. It's been I really loved fun. This season, season we just did season five. We're finishing up now. It's on the it's on the five dollar tier. I have to say. It's very much not to sell it, but it's kind of worth the five bucks because we. It's just joyous to do season season five. Oh, also it's a good was season. Bonkers, bonkers, and it was it was still before we had a lot of influencers. Because yeah. I'm telling you now, even Eve wants to be an influencer. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's Shida, Eve, definitely Again, Thais. The most influencer season we've I ever had. I definitely agree with you. Um, I think Emily wants to be an influencer. Yes. Kara for sure. Kara should be an influencer. Um, She's good Kara, at it. Kara is good at it. Yeah. Um, but almost every, at least one person in each of these couples wants to be an influencer. Uh-huh. And I think that's where we live now. Yeah. So I think it, it's just normal. And so, but. Don't love it, but oh well. Y'all, this season's so good. It's on the $5 <clears throat> tier. Again, we, you know, we should mention this more because people forget. If you do the $8 tier, that gets you Plathville, which is really good, and also gets you— And it gets you Love After Lockup, which comes back, come back the week after we get back from education. Yeah, and the $8 tier also gives you this show for free or without commercials. Yes. So that's where you can listen without commercials. So um, I think we have one of the best Patreons out there. I'm proud of it. Heavily updated. We do a lot for it. It's and I probably think, a lot more than other people. Well, I think it comes to the point where we're Southern, and I think both of us think we need to make sure people get their money's worth to our detriment. To our detriment, yeah. And but both of us have that. We're like, we need to give them this because we don't think this is them. And you know, yeah, it's just us, just us. But anyway, y'all, highly worth it. If you haven't, even if you don't listen to us, if you want a good binge, watch season five. Season of five. Day, wow. Such a good season. I, I mean, I I would you can skip around to different seasons, but uh, see, I if you're if you're if season you, like four was great too. If you've actually, never but not if you've season. never seen an earlier season, like you just started this one or you started season seven, go back to the originals. You can do like I would kind of do. I would do maybe five, three, two, four. I like season four more than. Two. Oh, maybe you're right. But because uh, four was our first Danielle Muhammad, wasn't it? No, two was our first Danielle Muhammad. It was. Yeah, I they think so. No, together. maybe three was Danielle Muhammad. It wasn't because two I liked. Two was like uh, one. Brett was and Dia. Brett and Dia was uh, right. Russ and Powell were on season Russ one. Right. I hated season one, but you liked it enough. And it was fine. It was just very real. Yeah. It was fine. It's only like six and episodes. Al and I will never get over. Oh. Oh. 
Jesus. Anyway. Yeah, a, a, a quick Google of Alan and Kiryam, y'all, will make you we don't, we don't have puke time up for your this. lunch. We don't have time. Vacation, you got to get Yeah, fucked. you're right. All right, so they do the ceremony. They're cleansing her stones. They're cleansing her stone, and... Um, he so, says, "If you if you wish something, why not ask God? Why not ask God?" And but okay, I understand. But then he follows it up with and says, uh, "That goes against my beliefs." And I went, "Fuck you!" Yeah, because just because someone has another faith that doesn't doesn't align or isn't the same as your belief doesn't mean it goes against your belief. I would be interested to hear. What about it does? I think it may it may have to do with something about how you pray and and for for Muslims especially the way you talk about God is very specific, mm-hmm. um, and so it may have something to do with that. And and a lot of times there isn't a lot of wiggle room in how you in some concepts of Islam. So um, and, and, so and that may be an issue. Yeah, it might be. And if you look at that, I'm not defending her because I don't think she has. But I get why Eve feels like she's been more open than he is. Because Eve is more of, she has never said... her, But her religion and her spirituality is very fluid. His, so his version of Islam is not, is not. Is not. And so I think she thought, well, I accept what, I'll accept what he does as long as I don't have to be involved. And he'll accept what I do yeah. as long as he... No, he's not going to accept what you do, honey, no. and he's going to shame you but, for it I'm and saying, tell you it's wrong. It is a false equivalency. Yes, what yes. she is saying that I've been open to him, and that, yeah, I want, I'm saying, I want yeah. him to be open to me. It is a false equivalency because that's your, what I'm expecting. She expects your, the same treatment. Your two religions could not be more different in their approach to belief. And I do think that she thinks, well, I can witness i can walk into the mosque like and wear a tank top and have my hair down because i'm not muslim so it doesn't matter yeah yeah it it, does. it's it's casual worship and yeah. and and i will say islam is one of these faiths that <laughs> it's a it's harder to be a casual worshiper yeah um there are you have you have uh, everyone you guys for every religion you have to decide how much of it you want to accept how much of it you want to say? Eh, that doesn't matter to me as much, yep. you know. But why, why couldn't? Oh, why I could never be assembly of God? God, they go to church so much. They go to church Wednesday a lot. night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. <laughs> oh, when do you have fun? Sometimes on Friday night. I'm like, no, you go to the lock-in on Friday. Night. I was so happy to be a Catholic. We went on Saturday night to 5:30 mass for an hour, and that was it. And it was like and an hour on some. the dot. On the dot, <laughs> we were out eating Mazio's pizza by 6:15. And the, and the and the priest told you everything you needed to do. You never learned to think about the Bible. And you it was done. great. <laughs> it's it is. Protestantism and uh, Catholicism are so different in their approach to – that's why Protestantism is such a, a much more – goes along with the fundamentals of being an American in yeah. so many ways. Um, and Catholicism does to an extent, but it's so much an older European model of thought of letting the state or the Vatican take care of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, in America, we say, no, I'm going to do my own thing. 
I think that's all I have. She it's basically them them finding they're like feel the full moon energy. And yeah, I mean says, we already did the scene that we're talking. Yeah. I was like, so I was worried you didn't like us, and he basically that's says, right. He's I like, don't yeah. Like you. I, I will say I don't even pray for you. That what the women should have done. <clears throat> They have never apologized to him. That's true. They should have apologized to him. Let's be honest. They were trying to humiliate him. And let's be honest. Talking about watching porn. Let's be honest. Eve didn't ask her friends to give him another chance at all. Nope. She when she was with Tatiana, she said, "I'd like for y'all to meet again." Whereas Mohammed, she's saying, "Give them a chance. I'd like for you to do that." And that's why I want to say, I think she's so defensive. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I no, I was going to say, I think the producers of Nine Day Fiance are geniuses because in almost every couple, it is very easy to find, well, that person is the enemy. That person is the villain, and we're going to only go for that person. Uh, or and, and But then if you think about it a little bit, it is, it's kind of easy to think, but that person has been put upon as well. So you can you can see it you can both sides it quite easily. We haven't had complete villains until we go back all the way to like Mark and Nikki. Because even Bilal and Shida, you have to see Shida Shida gives as good as she gets sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, and so And as I said on the live show, at this point Shida knows who she's marrying. She totally does. She knows she who she's knows marrying. She knows who she's marrying. This is not a woman who is uh at the mercy of a she man. She is not a complete victim. No, I agree. Agreed. All right. We should take a commercial. We're going to take a commercial and we'll be and back. And I'm going to get a refill. Poodle's short rant. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers, I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, 
what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now it's time to talk about I was, I Funny was, Girl. I was, oh, I wasn't even sitting on the couch anymore. That's why it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's time to talk about, y'all, it's time for Poodle's Broadway Corner. Pull up a chair. You get four minutes. I, I have, it may, it may, may go past that. So we, we, I've, I've gotten lots of DMs about my opinion about this. You guys sending me articles, sending me juicy articles. I've been sent either a lot of the same articles by my friends too, um, but I'm, I'm of course talking about the Funny Girl debacle or on Broadway. And it number one, if you don't know anything about Broadway or don't really give a shit, um, I raise my hand. How dare you? How dare you? That's not true. You like Broadway. I like Broadway, but I don't really care what. Ha- well, I guess I do. This care is some. And, or. If you don't like drama, I only care because you work. No, in it. this is drama, though. It this is, is drama. juicy fucking drama. This is the juiciest fucking drama Broadway's had in a while. Perfect. This is as juicy as when Bette Midler demanded two days off from Hello Dolly. <laughs> it's like the juiciest thing. Um, I do so, like it when Patty Lapone yells at people. True, but that's just expected. We yeah, that's Patty Lapone. Don't take my four minutes. So, <sighs> you, if you remember, like last year. 
sometime, Beanie Feldstein was cast. Beanie Feldstein of Booksmart and uh, Lady Bird. Booksmart was her kind of lead role. She has a, a lead in one movie. She's been a her brother is um, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, somewhat famous Hollywood yeah. movie actor, little, uh, who's also one of the producers on uh, the musical, and also her father is a investor. Uh, <laughs> nepotism, um, but. Uh, so there's that going for it. There's a Ben Platt-ish kind of thing going for it. Mm-hmm. So that was announced. And I find Beanie Feldstein funny. I think she's uh, a fresh comic viewpoint. I think she's she's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, if, if you were out there and you heard and you heard she was starring in Funny Girl, you're like, well, what does she sound like? And you Googled as soon as I did and like, oh, that. And you went, uh-oh, this is going to be a disaster. Because she can't sing. I'm, it's not that she can't sing. The voice is passable. And I say that in a way that if she was, she was cast in a new musical where she was be, to be funny and ironic and where the, the, the power in her voice did not matter. In, instead of like a Barbara Streisand, who was – Barbara Streisand, by the way, was the lead in Funny Girl. If you don't know anything and learn your gay history, it fuck was, off. It was actually written for her. I'll talk about that a little bit. Oh, it actually wasn't written for her. It was made harder because Julie Stein, the composer, only wanted Barbara Streisand. So Julie Stein, the composer, wrote a score because they were considering a lot of different actors. And they were considering a lot of actors who were actor singers. You're going to be and, gay after y'all listen and, to this. Uh, and Julie Stein Sorry, says, but man. I only want Barbara because I, I wrote a show called I Can Get It For You Wholesale and Barbara was amazing and I fucking love Barbara Streisand and she's going to be this role and I'm going to make her a fucking star with this. And he wrote it so difficult because he knew her range and the producer's like, well, the composer's Julie Stein and he wrote this so hard so I guess we're going to cast Barbara Streisand. She became a star. There you go. And she sang the ever-loving shit of it, out of it. She did. And if you haven't seen the movie of Funny Girl with Barbara Streisand and Omar Sharif, it is fantastic. It's a great movie. Um, mostly for the vocals, uh, the plot isn't great. We're going to get to – put a pin in that. We're going to talk about it later. Um, so, I have a lot to say. Uh, again, you can fast forward this. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. So, when she was cast, show queens like me went – Wonder how long this is going to last. We, I kept waiting for the project to be for the plug to be pulled because there was a Leah Michelle Ryan Murphy uh, revival in the years works ago. Years ago, that was the poll was like. By the way, there has never been a revival of Funny Girl, and it's one of the few big Broadway musicals that has never had a revival. Okay. We're talking '60s, you guys, and there's never been a revival. That's weird. Here's why. You can't have a star who sings the shit out of it like Barbara Streisand because it's so immortal. Also, the book is a steaming pile of garbage. It's a bio-musical. It's what I call, this happened, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened. Which makes a better movie than a musical. It doesn't even make a really good movie. But it makes a better movie than it does a musical. No, that's what I said. That vehicle works better in film than... yes. Yes. You can do things with camera work and make mm-hmm. it more exciting and underscoring. It's not the same in a stage. So, the book is trash. Take that. Know that. Harvey Firestein wrote an updated book. I have actually I, – I knew someone associated with it, and I asked them for a copy of it. I read it. 
it is barely different than the original. Oh, okay. It's just a little updated. Okay. Because the Starks, are, uh, uh, who are not Stark, I think it is Stark, but they are the descendants of the Bryces. Um, they don't want to change anything in that book because that was most like Fanny Bryce. Fanny Bryce was a real person, if you don't know. Yes, Fanny Bryce uh, had baby Snooks and a lot of characters. Google it. We don't have time. Um, anyway, uh, so that's who Funny Girl is based off of. All right. And so the family of Fanny Bryce doesn't want them to change the book that much. So they're st- a lot of them are still alive, so they have to approve all of it. Um, so th- this is part two of this story. I said... Now I know what you felt when you were having to listen to the Aunt Peggy story. Yes, I'm glad. So, but this is all new information. Um, unlike Aunt Peggy, I knew all of it. Um, so, this is... I already know all this because you told me this in an Uber. <laughs> On a 20-minute Uber ride, I did. You just talked so, to me about it. So, you guys, there were rumblings halfway through of when Beanie Felstein leaves, Lee Michelle's going to replace her. Those were tamped down, of course, because when when Beanie Feldstein was announced, uh, Leah Michelle said nothing. And you guys, she's been like slyly auditioning for this role. That was a big plot point on Glee. It was a huge thing like, on Glee. Her, she actually was in on the show of Glee. She was, she the, was revived, in the revival. Like her character of Funny eventually Girl. was in the arrival. Like, um, y'all, yeah. this is like Stanley Kowalski she and is, Blanche saying we had this date with each other from the beginning. She literally manifested it. Uh, yeah, or. Had a voodoo to all Beanie Feldstein sticking her. <laughs> yeah. Now, but I'm saying Leah Michelle was inevitable. Now, let me tell you about Leah Michelle. Everyone who's worked with her has had a problem with her. She's horrible. She is considered to be difficult. There was a big report of did uh, she a say black I, actress. Did she say I shit in your wig? Yes, a black actress who worked with her on Glee saying the microaggressions that I experienced working on working with Leah Michelle were too much for me. And and they and she never she didn't go I don't think she went as far as calling her straight up racist, but and the 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 Broadway community has not said a word. Some of the TV community, like people like Yvette Nicole Brown, said no one's really no one's really said anything like Samantha Ware. Because let's that be honest, said. Leah Michelle was not playing a character on Glee. Leah Michelle was playing herself. That's what a lot of people have been saying. Yeah. But, I, very, but, I, yeah. but I'm, I'm really being clear here with saying there has been one actress who has worked with her on Glee who said it was it – was, was, this is racist behavior. Okay. A lot of other black women she worked with have either liked Post. There has been no one who fully said blah, blah, blah. Didn't What's-Her-Name who died said that got in a, did, had a bad relationship. Naya Rivera. Yeah, everyone did. Yeah. But no one, no one straight up called her a racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. So because one of the reasons this is tricky, you guys, is Broadway is so afraid of eating its own. Yeah. TV film isn't. No, yeah. And so we have one person. Do I believe my racist microaggressions? Of course I do. Yeah, but it is very interesting that we have no one really going on the record besides this one person. So get back to how this ties into Beanie Feldstein and the show. Okay, so <laughs> and did you. we just switch bodies? Thank you. No, this is good. So Beanie Feldstein was doing it. We all, we all, they were doing. They were rehearsing for the show. Everyone was kind of like in the Broadway community. Why haven't we heard any rehearsal footage? 
And everyone like me said, it's because Sheep Kelly can't sing the score. Because usually on a Broadway show, even I know this, like they'll put out a thing that they're in like a rehearsal room. You see them dance. You see them do a song. It gets people excited to see the show. They put it on social media. Finally, we heard the last four notes of Don't Rain on My Parade. Or, and, and it was okay at best. And they put that out like three weeks before they opened. Now, meanwhile, they'd sold a big advance, which is the big thing you want for a Broadway show, especially a Broadway. You want an advance of tickets. People who don't know anything about the show or how it's going to be, you sell a couple months out. They had managed to do that. By the way, my theory about this is it's not really Beanie's fault. It's not really Leah Michelle's fault. This is TLDR. Um, it's bad producing in the worst possible way. And, and if you read the Daily Beast articles, everything about this that you could get your hands on like I did, <laughs> it was basically as soon as the review – everyone knew she could not sing the score mm -hmm. because the score is too difficult. I knew she couldn't sing the score. Everyone who knows anything, we're like, this is a debacle. Leah Michelle's going to replace her really quick. We all knew that. Because Leah Michelle, like I said before the break, is inevitable when it comes to this role. And it doesn't matter. I'm aging. She, it, does, it does not matter how shitty she's been. Carl's wives, who love Glee, yeah. will pay tickets. And no, the true. only thing Broadway producers care about is the bottom line of money and that's recouping. True. And I want to say, for everyone who thinks the Broadway producers should do the right thing and not hire Lee they Michelle. They never have. It'd be the first time. Yeah, they never have. So I, I, need, I need everyone to stop saying, everyone should, no one, this person should not be hired. And I've seen a bunch of articles about that. This is not TV and film. This is Broadway, sadly, where your bottom line, which is floundering, and your bottom line is money. And because they don't care because and Lee Michelle has seats. a ton of fans from Glee. She's the because usually that, that's why I said this was inevitable, and I had people argue with me about how she said all these things, and I, she, she she's probably a racist and she's a terrible person, and I went. All those things can be true, but she's still going to get the role because she can sing the fuck out of it. Yeah. So that's the, the naivete of the community. What's interesting, though, the, it, I'm talking about the blogger community. The Broadway community has been throw away the key because they don't talk shit about their own. So she replaced her. She's not. She will later. Be, I should say there's another chapter That's to this why, story because I heard it in the Uber, so, y'all. I want him to tell the whole story. So the other thing is, it. so she said she was leaving Beanie Feldstein because she got bad reviews, and the reviews basically said she wasn't not so. She was funny, but she couldn't sing the score. Yeah, and universally, she got. I, there may have been three or four positive reviews, but they were all bad. The next day, of course, production said, we've got to get a new lead. Um, and also, she, was, she got COVID for two weeks. She was out. Her understudy, Julie Binko, was getting, like, accolades. They're like, see it with the understudy. Go every so they were having more ticket sales on Thursday than they were having the rest of the week. So that, and Beanie Feldstein, obviously, with the producer says, I'm not being supported here. And they're like, what do you want us to do? What, what, what can we do? 
And and so half the producing team said, we're, we're staying with Beanie. We're staying with her version of the show. And the other said, the show's dying. Do we, what do we do? Because they had the advanced ticket sales, yeah. but then didn't the ticket sales drop off? 60%. Yeah. And you, y'all, 60% in summer for a big revival and not a new show, that's death. And they knew it. And the thing is, there were a lot of critics who said this is a fat phobic decision because Beanie is a person of size. Mm-hmm. There's something to that. But more importantly, she's not right for the role. She's not right for the role because she can't sing the role. Full stop. That's where we stop. Yeah. You can't say, but she also could be, the, but anyone can be the size. Nope. Full stop. She can't sing the score. Move on. That should have been the first producing decision. Mm-hmm. But it's so 2022 that yeah. sometimes that doesn't matter. And that's the first qualification. So they do it in movie musicals all the time of casting people who can't sing the role. But, but they're able to. But that's decide. one time. Yeah. You can't do that eight shows a week. Yeah. So it was kind of. And they're able to massage it electronically yes. and sound. It was kind of fat, like quickly under the table announced that Leah Michelle might be. And it was, of course, the production who floated this, you guys. And, of course, Beanie Felstein lost her shit that this might be true. And then it was, as soon as that was a Gawker story came out about it. And Gawker and Beanie Felstein says, you will talk to production. You will now only communicate with me through my representatives. And that's when it got ugly. Mm. And then she said, I'm, she put an Instagram uh, thing on a, on a, of course, a post, a notes app said, the production has gone to a different direction. Not true. The only different direction is we don't like you and we're casting someone else. There is no different direction. The different direction is we're kicking you out. And because she uh, left the show early. She's leaving the show July 31st. And they're giving the understudy a month. And, uh, the uh, uh, Leah Michelle's coming on in, I believe, September. September. And Jane Lynch, who was in Glee, is leaving two days before <laughs> or the day before Leah Michelle's coming in. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> y'all, this is pettier than petty. Because Jane I'm Lynch here, can't I stand her. Y'all, read everything you can about this. It is riveting. And tickets for Leah Michelle are already going for like $2,500. Yes. Yeah. Through the roof. Through the roof. So they don't care about what she said because they're making tons of money now. Full stop. And they'll probably <laughs> run it all the way through December and yes. make a very yes. successful yes. show of this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is sad. And y'all, she's going to sing the fuck out of the score. She's never going to Tony because this is a revival or this is right. She's a replacement. So, and they're probably never going to make a cast album, which I don't think I'd want to hear Beanie Feldstein sing anything. So I'm okay. They might make a cast album afterwards. Mm-mm. Cast albums don't get unless it goes to another theater. Mm, we'll see. There you go. That is Poodle's Broadway Corner. I've aged. I don't even know where we are now. Who are we talking about? Ari and Beanie. Oh yeah, they're quick. This is interesting. This was this kind of you guys. We had one of these. Um, she's got a, got her composition notebook out, uh-huh. running wedding vows. We don't see what they are. Maybe Ryan Murphy will make a movie of this like ten years from now. Oh, there needs to be a series. That would be good. Sorry, and it go needs ahead. to be called like Broadway. Ryan Murphy's Broadway. Yeah, not so funny, girl. Yeah. The um, name. So, Sorry. 
It says 20 days out. It shows her in her wedding dress. We don't see, y'all, we not, We saw none of this. 15 days. Well, Late- no, no. It says 20 days to wed, and she's riding her wedding gown. She's like, we don't really know if we're going to have a wedding or not. I call, I feel like this fraudacity. is fraudacity. Yeah, it, it just is. feels like they're going to get married. And that's when we see her wedding dress. And her hair looks terrible again. And her eyes kind of <laughs> look like she's on something. It just zoned out, to be I, honest. I'm sorry. Why are you on television and you're not doing anything for your look? I don't know. I, as I said before, she's one of the few people I've ever seen who can have greasy hair and dry hair at the same well, time. And we're going to get there, but we're going to talk about her mom, Jean, look later on when oh, she came home. Do you know how she kind of lumbers? It does. She doesn't she need to wear. She kind of lumbers. I I like a high waisted jeans, but she was full on wearing like mom jeans. Yeah, it was with mom ugly jeans. Blouse. It wasn't cute. She kind of. It almost looks like she has problems walking. Maybe doesn't it? May kind. Of, she lumbers. She does. Love she it. lumbers. It's like, it's like a Britanni walk. <laughs> She's a lumberer, y'all. She's a lumberer. Barry's a lumberer. So yes, we see the wedding dress. Then they do. I kept writing. What's fif- happening? Fifteen days of wed, and that's where she's talking, y'all. Why are they the 15 days away? The first little like flashback they showed was her talking to Leander about him Leandro, not coming to the but wedding. Yes, she sounds like Leander. Leander. Not coming to the yeah, wedding. Yeah. Why would they not show us this whole scene? I don't know. Why would they not show us? So it may, is there more, is there like better stuff coming? I or don't are know. Are they just ending them? I, because there's seven people and they need more room for the shit show that I, is Eva Mohammed because it's going to get I feel bad. like. They are giving us more room for... Because <laughs> they're wrapping up her I, and they're wrapping up... I uh, think Emily and Kobe are going to be messy. Because next week... And even Muhammad are going to be messy. Next week, Karen Guillermo are getting married. Yeah. They're getting married next week. We yeah. saw the preview of them trying to act like Kara's not going to show up to her own wedding. Although I don't think so, I saw balloons at that wedding. I would be offended. So I think there must be... I think there has to be three more main episodes then. Because I think we're going to need that much. So we're going to need... We think there should be three. Yeah. It, or they're going to have a three-part tell-all. It's either a, it's either three more episodes with a two-part tell-all or two more episodes with a three-part tell-all. Yeah. Yeah. Because Hay comes out 28th. Unless for some weird reason, 90 Day Fiance will take off two weeks a year. But I don't think they would take no, off in August. No, no, no. I don't no, think no. they're going to take off again until probably no. December yeah. or... Thanksgiving so, weekend. What did you think? Anyway, she's trying on her dress. The dress isn't bad. You know, you guys, I always say if you're a woman with tattoos, make your tattoos kind of correlate with your dress. It just looks better that way, I think. Yeah. And these don't really. No. But they I think don't. she looks okay. Does she look like a does she look kind of like a dog on its hind legs wearing a wedding dress yes. yes because and i'm not saying she looks like a dog i'm saying it's a it she looks out of place yeah i agree it's like dogs playing poker i agree yeah and they and even she's like i didn't think i would wear a wedding dress it really is sad that they become less interesting i have to say that funny girl story is more interesting than their storyline <laughs> now i know yo that funny funny girl has been riveting they, whereas they're just kind of petered out because they do the 15 days away. Then the, Leander says, no, I can't come. Yeah. Then they cut to 11 days to wed. They're looking at the men, the venue and Ari's like, ah, we're going through the motions of planning a wedding, but I'm not sure. 
And then they cut flat. Y'all, this all happens just bam, the bam, hoop bam. Up. Then seven days to wed. It's her grandmother's scarf and Beanie's scarf from Ethiopia. Yes, that's a hoop and up. And then, y'all, all these would have been episodes. That's why I can't figure out. It's either they had an embarrassment of riches or I. That means the next couple of episodes could be 90 Day Gold. We don't see next week them getting we do we, not so we see that. nothing of them so i have a feeling they're not even going to be on next week probably not i think they're going to be i think they're going to wrap up karen guillermo next week yeah take off of our bidding next week so then that'll make sure they have six and six so i think we might have three full episodes left that's to the go. only reason so, so we'll have 15 16 17 two tell-alls yeah they do it that and then what I'm thinking. Seven days to wet. I have to say, it's really sweet that Beanie is making pants for Avi. It's, Who knew Beanie sewed? It's really sweet. It's and really, I'm not really talking sweet. about Beanie Feldstein. No, <laughs> we're talking about Beanie. I don't think Beanie can. Beanie Feldstein can sew. And we don't know. Who but knows? She maybe can. Uh, maybe your wife can. Did she get married? She did. Yeah. So, um, Beanie suing and Avi's coming up there and putting on the God that baby is cute. It's a Avi's such a cute baby. And so, but he said, I'm not sure the wedding is happening. It's it we're still discussing. And the prisoner, stop, stop, Beanie. The line is, I'm not sure this is still happening. Can you say we're still fighting? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then then there's this weird thing at the end that it says basically they're which 90 Day usually doesn't do. They kind of get together, and Avi pushes them together. Well, no, 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 they... you, no, you cut you way fast Sorry. forward. Sorry, because Ari to. walks up in her mom jeans. Yeah, and that's she what lumbers. She's, saying. she's like, "I feel defeated. Since we moved, we haven't made much progress in our relationship." She said, "I thought when Benny moved here, he would see what American life and uh, and he would understand me better." Y'all, it's all these weird generalities, and it's nothing specific because. They don't have real problems. And, and it's, I mean, they do, and that neither of them really wants to work a real job, and they want Ari's parents to support them. But that's not a good enough plot line of 90 and Day Fiance. You know what it is? I think their problems have been dwarfed this season by Emily and Kobe, Bilal and Shida, even Muhammad. Yeah, it's just they're, they're, they just, they're. Maybe Thais and Patrick. Y'all, they're. Everybody else is fine. They're already. They're together. They're going to probably end up having another baby yeah, down the line. Will. Like, and so that's where she like, it's, it felt like a 22 minute sitcom ending yeah. of she sits down and she's like, and then I looked at Benny You bring on, back my smile. And then you bring back my smile. And you know, the producer said, Avi, make mommy and daddy kiss. Yep. And he puts her head together. My heart melted when he did that, yep. even though her hair still looked terrible. <laughs> And she was wearing that horrible outfit, but I thought it was cute. I will say, y'all, the the people who like her, you have to work really hard. <laughs> you have to work really, really hard. It's so easy to dislike her. It is. Shall we talk about gibberish? We're, we're going to skip uh, Karen Guillermo and do them last, but let's talk about gibberish. Uh, Jabri and Miona. Again, this has been a hot mess, yet they're 15 days to the wedding. Eva Muhammad, 43. 43. Now, I what what do you think about the parents? I'm this may be completely controversial. When the parent says, "Let's talk about when we've been talking about wanting to move out 
and when that would be. And for a minute, I was like, that's heartless. And then I heard them say, we've been trying to talk about, you said you want to stay with us for a few months. And Jabri is so avoidant, he's and, reluctant to even talk about it. And then they said, and Jabri, Jabri said, well, but you said I would move out at the end of the year. That's, on, that's still a month away. And they go, <laughs> that's a month away. And, and, and I that's went, when I went, wait. Oh. I know, me too. I went, oh, oh my God, could y'all have been the adults the whole time? So Mahala is super passive aggressive and that's still terrible. A, and Brian is too. But they're but reasonable. We forgot Jabri is, is 15 a years fucking old. child and really is 15 years old. <laughs> She's vacuuming again. She's vacuuming. Y'all can't hear it though. But yes, I went, I had that moment. I know, I went, I went, okay. I, I want to know if you had that too. Okay. Oh these, yeah! These are these are the actually, and you know what? There are you both are ex, you both are exhausted. There are four people in the room, three of whom are adults. Three of even Miona is kind of like she didn't say this, but you could tell that she's like, she yeah, said, we need to leave. This is what I always wanted <laughs> yes. to happen, and she realized. And then she's like, but I feel bad for Jabri, for man, baby Jabri, that his parents are feeling. He's feeling unsupported by his parents. Yeah, I, even even his reaction is. So you want me out, huh? And they're, and they're like, like no, no, not right now. What are your plans for a month? And he's like, well, if you just want me out, you want me out. We're leaving tonight. And that's when I went, holy fuck. This is how they've had to handle him his, his entire, entire life. life. Entire life. They've had to give him, um, they've had to tell him the whole time. So Jabri, but we need I to think, think about this. But I think Mahala's enabled this. I agree. She babies him and spoils him and tells him. He, and that, Brian's been tough. Brian's been heavy. Brian's been bad cop. Yeah. Yeah. And she, so she tells him, no, all this. And she makes him feel like he's so special and I unique get and all I this. I totally agree. But it's, it is their fucking pattern. That's when I went, y'all, we've hated on them all season long. And we've thought as Jabri is the victim of all this. No, he's the problem. He's the problem. I still, actually, I think he and his mother's relationship yeah, is the problem. I agree. Because you're right. She makes her husband be the bad guy for the Every heavy. time. Every time. Yeah. Because she would never be direct to her baby. No. So, y'all. So, uh, I want to say, Brian said, it was so passive aggressive. It's like, so, you're, are you getting somewhere with the wedding? And she's like, well, <laughs> when we're still is thinking. It? And he's like, he's like, well, are you getting. Where is it? Some, some when? When the wedding? Like and he's like, we're still waiting. Oh, I was loving every minute of it. And he's like, yeah, we're still <laughs> figuring out the somewhere and the some when. And Brian said, yeah, so that's what we're trying to figure out. Uh, and Jabri's like, we need more time. And he's like, this is bullshit. You. And then he cut, says to his parents, you both aren't being supportive. <laughs> you guys, you, I will say, you can't tell a parent they're not being as supportive when you're living with them when they're supporting you, <laughs> I know. like. Physic, like with money, no, they're he, actually feeding him. He's looking like he's looking so foolish right now, and and no, I don't think he he's can gonna see look it. more foolish next week when he moves out wearing matching pink coats with his <sighs> girlfriend. That's what he's gonna look the most. I, foolish. I don't know why they think it's cute. <laughs> what I saw next week on not and they're moving out in their fucking pink park. As I went, I went out. I don't 
And they're moving out like at night because it's that. Because they're going to leave tonight. Night. Yeah. They're gonna, he's going to say, you want me out. We're leaving Y'all. tonight. He's going to call Space Cash and says, bring the spaceship. I need a place to stay. <laughs> and y'all, this is something a 12-year-old does. Oh, th- not even, this is like when you're eight and your you parents know what? make you angry. This is what I did, told my mom oh, when God. I was like four. I said, I'm not doing anything you say anymore. I'm going to go live with Aunt Jane. And I... Got, I went all the way out to wow. my. I took my. I took my bag, y'all, and I said, "I am running away." And, and you I, pranced. I took my bag out and I rocked all the way out to the driveway, way out because our driveway was very long. And then there was some dogs across the street that scared me, and I went back and I told my mother, "I don't want to live with Aunt Jane. I love you." <laughs> and my mother still tells. And that your story. mother looked at you and said, or called your dad and said. Jaybird's a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, the most dramatic thing you can do as a child is pack a bag and, and run li- away. And run away. And that's yes. what Jabri is and doing. And I did it at like age five. I don't think I ever did. Oh, I tried to do it several times. I bet. Maybe I, that threat- a lot. I threatened to run away a lot. Mostly because I love a good storm out. <laughs> you do. You do love a good storm I out. Did, and I did see I was going to live with Aunt Jane. And see, this was... And I that was, was the worst of it. Most, pe- most people would say, <laughs> I'm moving out and I'm going to figure it out on my... Or they say, I'm leaving and you're going to go stay with your best friend. Your gay son <laughs> wants to go live with his aunt who has pretty <laughs> lipstick. Yes. 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 Because I bet Aunt yes. Jane had pretty makeup. She did. Or, yeah. Maybe she does. I don't know now. Anyway... So uh, that's all I've got. Yeah, Mahala even says like this isn't personal, Jabri. We've said over and over you need to make plans. I, and weirdly, I think they are finally. It's like Jabri, this is a slap in the face. They, every single time they're like, we have to set a boundary and we have to stay with it. It's the only way he they will say ever budge. They say to the camera, that's the way you have to. You have to set very clear boundaries with Jabri. And you're right. The mom enables. And Brian is the only one who is the heavy. Because Jabri says, maybe you guys could help. He looks at him and says, maybe you guys could help us figure it out. <laughs> and Brian says, you're 28. <laughs> it's your wedding. Y'all, you're you're grown. an adult. You you're grown. grown at 28. You grown. Anyway. You're grown. Shall we talk about Karen Guillermo? <sighs> Let's. And baby G. Okay. Next week when we see him in his suit, that he looks denim, so hot. Okay, I gotta it's say. It's the perfect summer wedding, like casual. They're, they're going to have a beautiful night. And she's going to look wedding. gorgeous. They're going to have a fucking, it's going to be like fucking Evelyn and uh, David. David's wedding. I, I'm saying this now. But with people we like people, more. People have been shitting on her. I guarantee you if she stays in this night universe, if she's on Pillow Talk or they're on Happily Ever After, People are going to wind up liking her. I like her now. I know some people come, I, but I, I find, like her I now. find her annoying on the show, but I know what we're doing. I know what yeah. the show is doing. So I, I, I do need to play this excerpt because oh, it's God. all that I hear when... Um, he calls it... Guillermo calls his mother, Roxana! But here, here, is, here, is, uh, here is everything I can hear when I think of Kara. By the sailor man. 
she does keep saying, I am what I am. I am what I, I am. I am what I am. And I'm a lot. I'm a <laughs> Y'all, lot. Y'all, I'll be honest. I would be, st- if, we were, if we were at a frat party and and Kara was there, I would talk to her for five minutes. I'm like, I'm going to go like talk a straight guy out of his pants. You would sit and talk to Kara all, all night. night long and oh, you'd yeah. be best friends with her. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then I would have like and seduced I would, a straight brat guy. Well, I, we also would have wingman her and got her laid. Yes. And she would have wingman me with the gay guy. Like she's that type. No, of, she wouldn't. <laughs> oh, I think she's a, with her other gay best friend. Maybe. She would do that. She would do that. I think. So um, yeah, let's talk about. So Guillermo talks to his mother. One day left. The wisest woman in their whole. Oh my god, line. she's amazing. I Roxana. love Roxana. Roxana. First yeah. of all, her lips. She she came ready for this interview. I'm sure Kara coached she, her on her and makeup. And she said, "Place the camera. Are you going to place the camera exactly where you can see it?" And so this is the thing, you guys. Both of them have supportive so, see, systems. See it like where they can see yeah. the wedding. Yeah. And and she's like. Yeah, mom, I had this, I had a haircut the other day, and this really smart woman named Kizzy, uh, Kizzy told me that we needed to fix all our problems before we get married. And mom says, She's really sorry, vacuuming loud so now. so loud. And so mom loud. says, look, in marriage, there will be always things you need to fix. You can't fix everything before and you get she married. she even says. And that is such a 90-day thing. But she said an even better thing, which I thought. And guess what? Right now you have older things, but then there will be, gonna new, be new things. things. There's always going to be a new thing you're going to have to fix. She was wise. That, that's what a marriage is, son. And he said, but I, he said, well, she was upset that I brought it out two days before the wedding. He said, well, she, um, Roxanne said, doubts are normal. Yeah. But since you have met Kara, she is a happy spirit. She is she is a free will a free will thinking woman. Yeah. She has shown you who yeah. she is, and you need to let her be. You need to let her be, and let her. And she's she, a grown woman, and she needs to let you be. Yeah, I went, and honestly, again, Holy you guys, shit. I said this at all the live shows when we check in on them. They have no problems. They have this no. is they are they're mining everything they can get here. Y'all, everyone had y'all. Kara, we all have Karen Guillermo problems. Yeah, we do. We do not all have Bilal and Shida problems. No. We do not all have Kobe and Emily problems. Well, some people keep getting pregnant. <laughs> it's happened. But rarely is someone as insidious as Amanda Emily. Henderson got pregnant three times in high school. All different guys. What? Yeah, her freshman year and then her junior year. And then at the end of the year, she's pregnant at graduation. She finished high school, though. But why did she have that taken care of? Well, she just had a lot of kids. No, I'm saying you you didn't need to have three kids in high school. Well, it, it was Oklahoma. You couldn't send them away. You know, you got to keep them. They were very religious. So <sighs> maybe you get on birth control or use condoms. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying I don't know if she got the message. They uh, she was still able to. She showed pig or not pig. She showed cows pregnant in at 4-H. I understand that that. That's I think a, she won I, a blue ribbon. I even. understand that that's a win for some people. I remember it hanging on our on the hallway in high school of her like. Eight, we have to move on. Of her like you, eight you, months pregnant, standing by a cow with a blue ribbon, and I went. Even then, I looked at that. I said, "That's something to look at." 
Sorry, I'm she's still loud vacuuming. All right. Anyway, Y'all, my upstairs neighbor's so fucking OCD. I could tell that story. You you just went on a 25 minute Beanie Bernstein rant. Feldstein. Whatever. <laughs> So, y'all, the next thing you need to know is Kara is still worried about how he feels about... Well, Guillermo apologizes to her. And honestly, it was shitty shitty of him to to unload on her and saying, I'm not even sure I want to marry you. And she, y'all, we rarely see Kara kind of taken aback. I I think she was very justified in her reaction. And he apologizes. He's like, I didn't mean to make you feel insecure. And she's like, yeah, maybe not question our entire relationship two days before the wedding. Fair. Very totally fair. Totally fair. And because of but, what, well, what your hairstylist said. But, but yeah, but do you see how your like. Your spiritual advisor, Kizzy. Kizzy. He looks at her and he says, he calls her, he calls her mama or mom. Mama. Ma- mommy. Mama, mommy. Or he's like, mommy. And he looks at her. Like a fucking movie star because he's gorgeous and he has that star. Did you see? He does he have at star her? quality. And then he said, "I'm gonna show up." Yeah. And I kind of melted in my butthole. He. It was swoon worthy. Both of them are stars, and that's yeah. why out of this entire season, you guys, out of this entire season, they are stars. Oh yeah. And uh and and the their producer is like. I have lightning in a bottle. It's lightning in a bottle with them. Yeah, and yeah. they're they they look good together. They look different. Uh, they're not a boring couple. No, they're both funny. The, and like it's everything he's very you concerned want. with how he looks, so he's stylish. I promise you, it's the new Libby and Andre. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yep. So with actually, I called it first yeah. episode. I think we both did, but that's okay. Gary, roll that tape. <laughs> anyway, Speaking of, we had a great Gary in Denver. We did. Uh, one one Gary actually refused to run one tracks, Gary. and then and I lost my fucking mind. And then uh, someone with the Christian name of Christian, yeah. did it for us. Yes. So, uh, yes. So it's we're gonna have a bachelorette party. I like that she's doing this like pajama party yeah. at her house, like. Because probably Guillermo would be way more triggered if she went out with her friends. It is. It is like thinking about. It's thinking about him. She didn't say that, but I thought. I think she is yeah. though. And he said, "Be because also, careful he's about be, the alcohol. He's going to be alone, and he doesn't like want her. Well, he's got Chiquita, the dog. The dog. But him just talking to Chiquita. God, he was just so hot. And but in, on the bed. in a way, that is riveting because he knows what to do in front of a camera. Yeah. Can you imagine Muhammad talking to Chiquita? <laughs> And y'all, guess who shows up? All her friends and one friend named Brogan, who is female, Brogan. which is a very unfortunate I'm female sorry, name. I said this before the show started. If your name is Brogan, your mom was a slut. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying that now. That's an unfortunate name. It's a bad name. It sounds like a porn name. It's not good. Yeah. Um, Brogan Banks. Related yes, to Boomer. Yes. Wow. That's a porn star. <laughs> it is a porn star. I met him once. Oh, my God. You met Boomer Banks? <laughs> yes. He's a huge dick. He's a huge dick. Did you meet him at the bookstore? Maybe. <laughs> one of our favorite, one of my favorite porn stars currently goes to our acupuncturist because I follow him on Twitter. And he said, I'm looking for an acupuncturist. And I said, go to Antonio. And now he goes to him. The Who sh- is it? The Chirac. 
or Chirac, Chirac, whatever his name is. Wait, you actually talked to your porn star about their I, medical I retweeted. Names? He said he needed an acupuncturist. And I said, go to this person. And now he goes. Because he, he posted on Instagram, our acupuncturist posted a picture. And I went, that's Chirac. He, he, kind yeah. of, he kind of fucks kind of, like a he kind of fucks like a jackhammer. I'm not into that. Oh, no. I, like, I just say his name like Chicken Jenny. Chirac! Chirac! <laughs> We need to move on from gay porn because it makes a lot of people uncomfortable, namely me. Um, so y'all, how was Boomer Banks when he talked to you? It's hot. <laughs> yeah. No, I met him at like a, I met him at like some kind of gay club function. Oh God. Yeah, and he came and talked to me. I'm like white in his type, though. Did you so, sleep with him? No, I did not. Why not? You're on prep. He, he is. He is extremely, like, easy to talk to, and he's got good words and everything. He's got good banter. It's got good banter. He's got good words. Oh yeah. Lord, God, you're so easy to swim I know. if they're hot. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. So y'all, uh, it's a pajama party, and everyone's got a bottle. Gay mustache Tim shows up. Because, of he course, does. it ain't a party. It ain't a bachelorette party without your gay friend with a mustache. It's not. I've been that gay friend many a time without um, a mustache. Uh, and, and I like it when it's just like, Whoever, who thought I would not get married? And everyone's, who thought I would get married? And Raise like, your head. And she's like, eh. Everyone's silent. <laughs> and so she kind of says, like, but you guys, he was questioning the relationship. And they're. I will say her friends didn't really go. <gasps> they didn't do what Eve squad does. No. I, for you. I do want to say the friends are okay with her getting married, but one part of them doesn't want her to get married because she's the messy friend. <laughs> she is a messy friend. And like and like Eve, she's the friend that they talk about and say, Oh my god, Kara got so wasted. But in a good way. In I don't a think fun a, way. Because I in think Kara I think Kara gets the party started. She does. She's that they're like, Oh my god, when Kara danced on that table and then we met those that's Kara. So y'all a part of them doesn't. God, want her to I get would married. love her in college. A part You're of right. them doesn't. She's like, I'm a handball. I'm like crazy. I can barely handle myself. She's like, I get. And I'm it. like, I don't want to be near you. Oh, I know you. You I would be okay her. with her. And Brogan, her mom might have been a slut, but Brogan's <laughs> pretty smart because Brogan said, "Look, I didn't even. I didn't even realize this. And we've watched this whole season. She said, he's questioning things because." He's looking for security. Amen. So when you go out and party, he's worried. Am I going to be safe? He's lost so much. He wants. He wants to gain something so great, and he's fearful and of like, losing you. And and then the gay and guy everybody went. went oh. The gay guy was like, "You better get married because I took off work already. I cannot do another shift at uh, Joseph A. Banks. Joseph A. Banks." <laughs> Probably, Yo, yeah. that's a retail queen. Yeah. That's two things. That 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 queen with the mustache is two things. She's a retail queen. Actually, three things. I retail a wait, queen, waiter queen. A real estate queen, or she's a server queen. I don't think a real estate queen. I think a server or a real re, uh, a yeah. retail queen. No doubt. No and doubt. we know because we've been both of those. Things. I've done all those things. <sighs> that's the show. That's the show, everybody. We're in, in, we're officially going to be on vacation soon, so don't tweet us, don't message us, don't. You know what? I'm going to end the show with instead of oh god. It, you know we normally say there's all these lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, and if you're a lonely heart, call us. 
Don't call us. Don't call us. We're going on vacation. (laughs) And we'll see y'all next week, and we'll be all refreshed. Maybe not. Hopefully, I'll have that freshly fucked look. Hopefully, you'll get dicked down in Cancun or wherever you're going. Dicked down in Dallas, a real down in Raleigh. All right, everybody. Enjoy your week. We'll see you in a week. The flip side. Yes. Say bye. I don't know how to end it. That's weird. (laughs) Fuck off. Look at my bruise. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 